Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation. It is Wednesday, May the 27th, 2020. Today I'm going to read a couple of passages from Romans chapter 8, and I'm going to jump down a little bit after I read the beginning because I want to get to a couple different sections in this little section about life in the Spirit. Romans 8, first verses 9 through 11. You, however, are not in the realm of the flesh, but are in the realm of the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God lives in you. And if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, they do not belong to Christ. But if Christ is in you, then even though your body is subject to death because of sin, the Spirit gives life because of righteousness. And if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of His Spirit who lives in you. Dropping down to verses 26 and 27. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit Himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And He who searches our hearts and knows the mind, He who searches our heart knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. So this passage talks to us a little bit about some of the work that the Spirit does in our lives. First of all, how amazing is it to think about this Sunday we'll celebrate Pentecost Sunday. And on that day in Pentecost, the Holy Spirit was poured out upon the church. And and the Holy Spirit really means that God comes to live inside of God's people. The same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, that Romans 8 passage says, lives in you and in me as followers of Jesus Christ. And sometimes we don't even know what to pray for, the second part of the passage says, but the Spirit then intercedes for us. The Spirit uh, speaks for us when we don't know what to say with groans. It says wordless groans. In other words, our Spirit, the Spirit of God, communicating to our Spirit actually helps us when we're praying. That's an amazing thing to think about. That sometimes when you don't know what to pray, just being present in prayer actually means that God is kind of praying in you. Now that is something that kind of blows my mind when I really think about it. And so today Henry Nouwen says, his, his little devotional is entitled, We Can Live Free, Joyful, Courageous Lives. And it's all because of the Spirit that lives within us. That's why we celebrate big on Pentecost Sunday. The Holy Spirit whom Jesus promised to his followers is the great gift of God. Without the Spirit of Jesus, we can do nothing. But in and through his Spirit, we can live free, joyful, and courageous lives. We cannot pray, but the Spirit of Christ can pray in us. 
We cannot create peace and joy, but the Spirit of Christ can fill us with peace and joy that is not of this world. We cannot break through the many barriers that divide races, sexes, nations, and we've seen that very prevalent in our own uh, United States in this last uh, week or two, that, that there's still much division, uh, especially racial division. Uh, we can't create that unity, Henry Nouwen says, but the Spirit of Christ unites all people in the all-embracing love of God. And we see on that first day of Pentecost, there are people from all around the world, and all of them from different languages are experiencing the same Spirit and therefore experiencing unity. But the Spirit of Christ unites all people in the all-embracing love of God. The Spirit of Christ burns away our many fears and anxieties and sets us free to move wherever we are sent. That is the great liberation of Pentecost. And we talked about that this last week, that as we trust God, as we cast all our anxieties on God, we talked about on Sunday, uh, that those fears and anxieties burn away and we're set free to go where God has called us to go, even in the midst of a pandemic. And so I I have this uh, image that I love from Ezekiel. I was in a group of pastors and they were saying, if you had one book that you could take on a desert island, uh, one book of the Bible, which one would you pick? And I picked John, it was one of my favorites, um, one of the New Testament books, but I put, or Ezekiel. And, and the moderator was our president of our university. He said, Ezekiel, that's an interesting choice. But for me, Ezekiel has some of the most beautiful imagery of salvation and hope. But there's some weird stuff too. And so I thought, well, it'd be enough to keep it interesting on that island. And then the end of the, the book has some of the most beautiful imagery. Um, my, my mantra, Emmanuel, the book of God with us. The book of Ezekiel ends with, and from that time on, um, the, the name of the place was the Lord is there or something like that. Um, so Ezekiel uh, has this vision at the end of his book. And it's this vision where the temple, there's this temple, and out of the temple comes this little trickle of water. And the trickle of water uh, grows until it's like, you know, ankle deep, knee deep, waist deep, and then it's over Ezekiel's head. And there's this statement in this passage and, and the trickle of water to me, because we see later Jesus will use like this idea of living water, that, that it is this Holy Spirit that wells up within us to eternal life. But this trickle of water in Ezekiel uh, becomes this river that flows all the way down to the Dead Sea. And if you know anything about the Dead Sea, you know that life doesn't exist in the Dead Sea because the Dead Sea is so full of salt that that fish and, and animals cannot live there, you know, and, and it's just dead. That's why it's called the Dead Sea. Um, and so at the end of this vision of Ezekiel, it, it's this picture of the Dead Sea teeming with life. And it says life, uh, life exists everywhere the river runs. And that's how I picture the Holy Spirit. Every place that we allow God's Spirit uh, as, as we consent to God's work in our life and the Spirit has control over every, even the dark places in our hearts and in our world, life exists everywhere that the river runs. 
And so this uh, little meditation this morning says, we can't do any of this stuff. We can't create joy. We can't create peace. We can't create unity between races and sexes and all other kinds of uh, divides in our society. We don't even sometimes know what to pray, but it's the spirit within us that teaches us how to pray, that gives us joy when we don't have joy and peace where we maybe shouldn't have peace and unites people that shouldn't be united according to our world's understanding of unity. Um, It is the spirit at work within us that accomplishes all these things. And that's why prayer is so important, because even though sometimes we pull away for prayer, in prayer, we become part of that great cloud of witnesses. We become like those on Pentecost from all around the world who are united, not because of their interests or not because uh, they happen to agree on everything, but because they are united in the Spirit of God. So as we participate in the Spirit of God in prayer, we are also drawn into this community of believers who also have that same living Spirit in them. And the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead truly lives in us. That's the beauty of Pentecost. That's why I'm so excited about Sunday. And that's just a thought for this morning. I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.